because in the next step we immediately say, therefore we may direct the men's. We take action to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Now notice it says direct the men's. There's a reason for that. Because we don't have that in the law of justice and rights. To explain, let me give you an example. If someone comes to me as a priest and say, Father, look, I stole $10 from Joe. Is it all right for me to send it back to him in the mail uh, anonymously? Uh, will that make it up? I would have to say yes, that will make it up as far as the law of God and man has concerned. Is that sufficient for the ninth step? Well, the ninth step's a little bit different. Of course, these are suggested steps. You don't have to. But it says direct the men's. Why? We go directly to Joe and we say, here, Joe, I stole $10. Why? Because we need humility. And making direct amends gives us big chunks of humility at once. And no one needs them more than the pathologically proud alcoholic. I remember when I took the ninth step and the fifth step, you know, when I came into AA 18 years ago, fortunately for me, at least I say this from experience, most of the members of AA in Indianapolis were not Catholic. And so I, a priest coming in, they, they didn't tell me anything different than they told anybody else. They didn't tell me, Father, well, now, of course, you, you're different. You don't have to do this. And I'm afraid sometimes we make that mistake. We have a professional man come to AA or a priest or a doctor. And we say, well, now, in your profession, you wouldn't have to do that. That's not in the book. It doesn't uh, differentiate between alcoholics. Alcoholism is a disease that is self-leveling. Whether I am a doctor, a priest, a minister, a lawyer, an attorney, or whatever I may be, I am an alcoholic. And I'm, it is suggested to me that I do exactly what every other alcoholic did to achieve sobriety and adjustment to reality. And here we do it in step nine. So when I came to step nine, I remember my list. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how big it was either. <laughs> but I very vividly recall that uh, visit to a priest friend of mine. And it wasn't easy. I sweat long and many nights before I went. But I remember one item. One item when I was a pastor at Snake Run, Indiana. Now that's true, there is a Snake Run, Indiana. In fact, I heard just last month they struck oil on the property. They would after I left. But when I had been pastor there, before some of my difficulties when I was drinking, I had borrowed $200 from the parish. <laughs> well, yeah, I had borrowed it. And I had used it. So now I came to this priest and thought, well, maybe I can send it back. And the priest says, well, it says, Father, you make direct amends. I think you better go down to the present pastor and give it to him. Nothing was more difficult for me. But I did it, but I'm the one who benefited from it. It releases you from much fear, from much guilt, from many of the emotional blocks that we have had so many, many years, when we go directly to the individual and say, here, I was wrong. 
I am sorry. Wherever possible, we don't cut corners, but sometimes it might be impossible. Well, for instance, I might have damaged somebody that's dead. Maybe he has no heir. Maybe I damaged them physically, uh, materially. Well, uh, there's nothing I can do about that. I merely have to leave that up to the hands of God. I might seek advice. And my spiritual advisor might advise me to give it to charity. But I wish I could give it to him, but he's no more. You know the reason I wish I could give it to him? That's pride telling me that. Humility says I can't. Just give it to charity, and God will say, okay. Or perhaps I have damaged the family. And now if I start to interfere in any way, uh, it will make it worse. Then my advisor to whom I go will tell me, let that into the hands of God. And there again, I wish I could. Pride says that. But humility says I can't. I leave it into the hands of God. And therefore, we put all these things that we can't do something about into the hands of God's providence. Now, how am I going to know whom I can't make up to and whom I can make up to. Well, that's the reason I suggest we take this list with us on our fifth step and leave the advisor to whom we go, give us the advice to whom we can go or to whom we should not try to make it up. You know, we're prejudiced against ourselves. It's just like self-medication. That's the reason doctors tell us self-medication is dangerous because we're prejudiced against ourselves. Whereas the doctor is objective. And when we go to our sponsor or to a professional consultant or a professional advisor, he is objective. He's going to tell you the truth. For example, in my case, I know what I would have said. <laughs> Let it go. That's the easy way. But the man who's looking at it for the sake of truth alone, he will tell you this is what the AA program suggests. And once again, as I mentioned in the fifth step, when you pick someone out for this advice, be sure you pick someone out who has taken this step himself or herself, or if you pick a professional consultant out, be sure you get someone who understands what you're trying to do. You'll get better advice. If he doesn't understand it, explain to him. Let him read the steps. Explain what this means. It's better to have someone who already understands AA. Now this step, again, the same as the fifth step, may take a long, long time. It's not going to be done in a week or a month, maybe not even in a year or five years. Time is not important, but sincerity is, as long as we don't put it off because we don't want to do it. If we don't put it off but intend to do it as the days go along, then we are sincere. But once we say, I'm not going to make any more amends, <laughs> then we're in trouble. Then we're in trouble. So I say time is not important, but the essence is sincerity. Now here again, we get from what we do in step number nine, a complete release from fear. We have a burden of emotion lifted from us that only they who have taken this step can know the essence of happiness that it brings with them. Do you have to take it? No. Nobody has to do anything in AA. These are suggested steps. If you have a better way, fine. But I doubt 
if you will find a more efficacious way. I doubt if you will find a more secure way to security of life, to adjustment to reality, and to a state of happiness and peace of mind and serenity.